Welcome or welcome back to Curiously Scientific. I'm your host, Ashitha. This episode, we're joined by an organization called Medical Students Association. So please welcome our guests for today, Sashank and Bhuvi. Hey guys. Hi, nice to meet you. Welcome. Tell us a bit about you and what made you decide to build Medical Students Association. So we are Shrink and Boozy, and we are rising juniors from the Bay Area, California. Um, both of us are deeply passionate about pursuing the field of medicine, pursuing a career in the field of medicine, and serving patients, lots of uh, patients with cognitive, respiratory, and neurodegenerative disorders through our work. Um, and when we saw that last year during the pandemic, lots of patients in these subacute and postacute facilities across the nation, they weren't able to meet their families and spend time with their loved ones. We decided to do something for them and schedule one-on-one sessions with them and participate in fun activities just so they could make a new friend and not feel as lonely. Yeah, um, I love how you guys took initiative and really looked at what really our society needed. So a bit more about your organization now. What are some of your missions, your long term your long-term and short-term goals? Yeah, so as Bubi just mentioned, our main mission is to help these patients, right? These patients mm-hmm. suffer from cognitive, degenerative diseases and respiratory diseases. So really a wide range of diseases like, you know, Alzheimer's, dementia, and other, other diseases, right? So initially we're helping their mental and like social aspect of their lives. So making friends, making sure they're not lonely, making sure they have someone by their side, you know? Yeah. And so like for long-term, we're thinking of, you know, helping more of their physical and medical needs. So currently we're actually doing a project called, you know, Care Kids Project. And we're making kits with items that these patients like and items that help their medical needs. So say one of the patients like music, he likes to play the, guitar or something right we would get him like we would get him a miniature guitar and like we would get him stress balls that will help him you know release some stress and they help with body shrinkage or like scented lotions or like candles you know stuff aromatherapy touch therapy items that not only help their mental health but you know their medical health too yeah so I think um yeah that sounds um pretty um interesting so um now a bit more about stem so with um the science behind our goal was always to educate people about science and share a fascination um with the world so how do you feel that your organization is contributing to the steam world so the name of our organization Uh, Medical Students Association. At the beginning, we started off with the goal of, uh, along with helping patients, also helping um, high schoolers and college students passionate about the field of medicine pursue their passions. And our goal was to educate them and guide them along this process and provide resources that help them. So more specifically, one uh, main factor in the field of medicine is patient care interaction. 
And so that's what we try to do for aspiring medical professionals. We try to give them experiences interacting with patients and building uh, that relationship, which will definitely help them um, in their future endeavors and careers in STEM. Yeah, along with that, initially, we also had a bunch of infographics about, um, what was it? We had cardiology, EKG scans, um, and a few other infographics about medical topics. And along with that, for the volunteers in our Be A Buddy program, which is where we have volunteers connecting with the patients through Zoom calls, we also have a quick orientation where the activities director at the facility goes over like the disorders and like what exactly they have to deal with. And so give some uh, in-depth knowledge about the patients, how their lives are and like the, the disease itself. Yeah. So how do you feel like this project specifically? I I think it's the Be A Buddy project. How do mm-hmm. you feel like um, it's, it's assisting those in need? Yeah, so assisting those in need, as mentioned before, we are working with lots of patients with cognitive, respiratory, and neurological disorders. So in our situation, these these are the people that are in need. And um, as Sashank mentioned before, we're trying to help their social well-being, their mental health, and their medical conditions. And we're doing that through a variety of ways. One, as we talked about the Be A Buddy program, which is really for them to um, make a friend and make a buddy, be a buddy with some for someone. And so that helps them just spend 15 minutes of their day. It brings a smile to their faces by doing activities that they enjoy with someone that they enjoy talking to. And then in terms of medical conditions, we do give them um, as Sishank mentioned previously, uh, scented lotions and scented candles that, that help with aromatherapy, which really helps patients with Alzheimer's and dementia. Additionally, as these patients are getting older, their bodies are shrinking. Um, stress balls really help them prevent that shrinkage and keep their muscles stronger. So those are some of the medical ways that we are helping um, our patients. Yeah, so. Yeah, just one more thing I want to add. So just imagine, just put yourself in the point of view as a patient, right? You're stuck in the facility all day long with no one to talk to. And then COVID hits, right? You can't even meet your family. Just, Just imagine how depressing and like sad that would be, right? So being stuck by yourself with no one there, I mean, besides the staff, obviously, but like just no one to talk to, just isolated. So the exact that's what a be a buddy program does right it gets rid of that isolation they have a buddy they have someone to talk to which is which really means a lot at times where they have no one so yeah yeah the pandemic definitely hit um them pretty hard yeah so um i think your be a buddy program is really cool and inspiring as well so are there any other specific projects you're working on that you can share with our listeners yeah definitely we're actually um, on the process of planning a dancing and uh, a physical like physical activity program similar to the Be A Buddy program. So as I said, our Be A Buddy is more a mentally focused project while our upcoming and like the project we're working on is more about helping their physical health. So we're planning on doing activities such as like chair exercises, meditation, yoga, dancing obviously for the ones who are mobile and can move but for the other ones uh, a lot of our other patients also like to see dance and you know 
just watch. So this could also be something for them as well. Yeah. Um, so now a bit more about medicine and your personal preferences. So the medical field has made some really amazing advancements, especially in the last year. So if you could see into a crystal ball and predict the future, what do you think the future of medical science would look like? Um, yeah, as you mentioned, medicine has made some really great advancements in the past few years. And uh, one thing that is that really interests me, because I am personally very interested in pursuing a career in surgery, so I have looked a lot into robotic surgery and the advancements that have been made in that field, and I think that is truly fascinating because it, it completely... Uh, it's it's such an intricate process, such a fascinating process that you're just going in with a robot, not even um, the person's, the doctor's hands, the, the hands are actually operating a robot that goes into the patient's body and performs the surgery. So I think such advancements can help patients to such a great extent because you are significantly minimizing the risk of many post-operative infections, additions. So I think if I were to look into a crystal ball and predict the future of medicine, I think that robotic surgery can go a very long way and lots of, lots of very significant um, advancements can be made in that field and can very positively impact millions of people around the world. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I was just about to say robots too. I mean, Robot, robots have been, you know, taking over every aspect of our lives, like self-driving cars. And like, I think I saw a self-driving plane recently or something. Oh. So yeah, robots, yeah, robotic surgery, biomedical engineering, those two will definitely increase uh, a lot in the coming years. Yeah. So um, a bit more about robots. So do you think um robots and medicine should be somewhat intertwined or do you think there's a point where we like draw the line and keep it like patient um like human to human like what are your thoughts on that i think for a lot of people one of the main reasons they and they decide to pursue a career in medicine, decide to enter the medical field is because of that one-on-one doctor to patient interaction. I know for me that that is one of my main driving factors to really interact with those patients and and spend time with them, correct? So I think definitely, as you mentioned, there is a certain extent to which this can be beneficial and then a certain extent to which the, the personal connection aspect of medicine can be lost. So really finding a good balance between those two aspects would be very beneficial to both the doctors, the patients, and the overall outcome of the situation. Yeah. I think it should just be for like high risk surgeries and stuff, but for like surgeries or treatments that don't have such a high risk, I think us humans can handle them. So yeah, I think yeah, I definitely agree with the points you guys brought up, like how there's like a an extent to which robots can be beneficial, but there is also the key aspect of like a patient to doctor um, relationship. Yeah. So um, there are a lot, a lot of different specialties in medicine. So in the future, if you could choose one, what would be your favorite? 
Um, for, oh, go ahead. Go for it. Go for no, it. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. All right. So um, for me, I think neuroscience is something that really fascinates me. Um, the brain and the nervous system and just all of that, because the brain is one of like the most important organ in our body controls almost everything. And so I think neurosurgery and neuroscience is something that really fascinates me. I have looked into it and done lots of research in that field. So I think pursuing a career in neuroscience is something that I would definitely want to do. Yeah, neurology is pretty cool. I thought of that too, but I'm also leaning towards psychology, psychiatry, and sports medicine. Yeah, the brain is definitely really interesting. Um, it's also something that I'm looking into. So. Yeah, so um, this is a bit more about the pandemic and your organization itself. So this pandemic has hit us all hard. It's caused unreasonable damage and brought so much negativity, but it's also managed to bring a few silver linings. So how has COVID-19 affected your organization? Has it done anything to open your eyes more or less to the STEAM world? Yeah, it definitely has. If it wasn't for COVID, we would have never thought of the patients, right? Even though COVID is slowing down a little bit now, we still like see like the sadness and like desolation in the patient's eyes. Like we, when we talk to them, we can still understand that, you know, just because they see their family once a week isn't enough for them. They need more interaction. Yeah. So if it wasn't for COVID, COVID me and Booby would never realize this. And, you know, we would have never started this organization maybe. So yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah Sashank, I, I completely agree. And then um, me and Sashank actually got the opportunity to go and visit some of these patients in person, to go to the facility and talk to them in person and interact with them. And I think for me and for both of us, actually, that was a like an eye-opening experience because we got to talk to those patients and really see the condition that that they were in um they I was talking to one person and she mentioned you know she was really upset about the fact that she could only see her son um once every two three months and her son like barely came to visit her and that just made me feel so upset because that that was probably the case for many of those patients over there because they were just there in their rooms, their four walls, and they get their like timely meals. But other than that, what other um, form of human interaction or entertainment do they have? And I feel that really motivated the both of us to take this program one step further and start working on our Care Kids project and also the dance program that Shank mentioned a little while ago. Yeah, um, it's really sad to hear that they're going through so much. They're going through so much right now, and it's really hard for them to find a support system. And just knowing that you guys are like making a difference and like um, lending a hand when these people need it um, is really something inspiring. Um, so, as in the STEAM world in general, women are underrepresented, underrepresented um, in general. So how do you feel about these stereotypes and what do you think we can do about them? In my personal opinion, uh, you know, women being underrepresented was a thing, but I think that it was like a decade back. 
because I mean, personally, all my friends who are women, right, they're all going to the steam field as well. I see, like for me, I feel like there is equality now. Maybe that's in my area surroundings, but yeah, I feel like it's not as big of an issue nowadays. Yeah, to add on to that, I feel like um, us living in the Bay Area, um, surrounded by so many passionate individuals trying to pursue a career in the field of um, STEAM, and as Shane mentioned, a lot of my friends, and including me, a lot of us are interested in pursuing a career in STEAM, and I was actually looking at the statistics for medical school admissions the other day, and I, I, I thought it was was it 51% women that were accepted? I think. Yeah, there were yeah. more women than men, yeah. Right, so that that shocked me. I thought, wow, like the, so yes, I do agree that, you know, a while ago, women being underrepresented in the field of STEAM was a very, very real thing. And even it is like, even in today's world, in some parts of the world, some parts of even our state, even in yeah. California, um, it is a very real thing, but um in the area that we live and with the people that we are surrounded with, I don't think me personally or Sushank, as you mentioned, have we have experienced um, this inequality or this underrepresentation for women. Yeah, I think it's yeah. really starting to change like advocacy and like people are starting to get awareness. So, yeah, I think yeah. we're really entitled to live in the Bay Area and be surrounded by like um a very accepting society um that accepts yeah. women in steam and yes i agree it's a prevalent issue but um as Bouvi mentioned in other places in the world as well yeah. so um so what's one thing you'd like our listeners to know about your organization what's one takeaway i think one takeaway that we would want your listeners to know about Medical Students Association is our mission and our motive behind uh, wanting to start this organization, which was really to make an impact in these in the in the lives of these patients. We work with uh, people of all ages, from kids that are zero, like just newborn babies, to to people who are ninety five years old, and we work with a wide range of patients, great different age groups, different uh, conditions, medical conditions. And um, I think just building that a one-on-one -on -one personal interaction is such an important part. And a lot of times that's overlooked in the field of STEAM because I feel like a lot of times it's just, oh, you know, I'm so good at math. I'm so good at biology. And that's why I think I would be the best doctor, or the best engineer. But a lot of times and building that one-on-one -on -one connection is, is so important and it's such a vital part. And I think that's what we are trying to emphasize through Medical Students Association. Yeah, so and last but not least, um, we're hoping to ask all of our guests from now on, what's something scientific that you're curious about right now? Something scientific like anything in science yeah that you're curious about because the name of this podcast is curiously scientific um i can i can share one thing so a few days ago um someone actually sent me an article about a new organ that was discovered inside the nose um and that that was really intriguing i didn't get to read the 
our article and look more into that. So I guess um, that's something I'm really curious about, just looking into that and seeing what this new organ is that was discovered. Yeah, that definitely sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, personally, something that intrigues me is just, as me and Bhuvi talked about before, like robotic surgery and like involving robots and engineering into medicine, which is pretty cool for me. Cool. Thank, thank you so much, Sashank and Bhuvi, for joining us today. And we're so excited to see what you and the Medical Students Association achieve next. To all of our listeners, go check out Medical Students Association on Instagram and the science behind at the dot science behind or at the science behind.net. Also, we wanted to say a big thank you to all of our listeners who supported us all the way throughout season one. See you guys at season two and don't forget to stay curious. Thank you.